The Chargers and the Raiders. What's the score right now, Ninja? 17-10. 17-10. Commercial break. I'll let you know who just scored. Commercial break. Ninja has joined us. It is always phenomenal when we get him on the on the pod. We're, uh, we're back. Dante and David and me are all back together um, doing this round two uh, preview. Um, just for everybody's informational knowledge, we do also have two games on Saturday. Um, as well, and then we have a game, obviously all the games on Sunday, a game on Sunday night, and then a game on Monday. So a lot of football this weekend should be really fun. The poll question right now is who did you feel bad for the most that got eliminated this week in round one? Was it CJ, was it Carnes, or was it Porky? David? I think the obvious answer would be CJ losing on a tie, but for me, I think it's Porky his team was dominant all year. He had a great draft, a really healthy team, and a ton of money left in, in the free agent budget. So I feel really bad for Porky. Brandon. I just want to chime in. I played Xbox with Porky. The guy's sad. <laughs> guy's, guy's sad. That's hilarious. He's, good he insight. Has, uh, he's vetoed the NFL for a, at least two weeks. He said he's not watching. Doesn't care about it. Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, the guy is uh, – we should all make sure that – he knows we're all still friends with him. I'm going to send him a text, yeah, right? I'm going to send him a text. Yeah, check right in, now. check we, in. We definitely, the entire league feels sorry for Porky, of course, but let's be honest. He held all that money, and he could have had Cam Akers, and, you know, he let uh, Carnes get him, unfortunately. Dude, that was uh, Cam Akers definitely would have probably helped. But we um, we all feel for CJ because he got double dick down in two leagues. Mm, so mm, mm. we definitely feel sorry for CJ. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> tough. For those that don't know or didn't pay attention, my brother lost in our family fantasy football league as well, also by a tie. That league does not go by highest seed. It goes by most bench points, and he was the highest <laughs> seed in that league. So he got absolutely <laughs> fucked heavily uh, for sure. But let's go to the playoff bracket. Um, and it, it's looking pretty solid. Uh, right now, obviously, you got the matchups of my dad versus Mahoney. It's a 4-0 to zero score in that game right now, Mahoney, um, with a kicker going. And then you got the Marching Shields and Zumbel with the 13-4 to score. Zumbel up in the lead. Uh, the Poofs got a Darren Waller touchdown. Did you see that? Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, Hunter Henry, though, touchdown for, for Zumbel. Gets him, on the, gets him on the board. Wow. Ninja, can you please provide us with information on who got that last touchdown? No, I can't. They just kicked off. And, uh, oh, look, another fucking commercial. So. Oh, no, the Ninja does not have the information. But David and Dante may be able to help him out here. Yeah, so far the touchdowns have been, um, you got Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, and the last one was Tyron Johnson from, from Justin Herbert. Wow. Yeah, Herbert was celebrating hard. I thought he might have ran it in. That's Ty- good. Tyron. That's good there. Well, let's go straight into the recap of round one. Um, these guys have done a great job all year long, and what great sports, too. They both get eliminated in, in really upsetting fashion. But they still provide great content, and in my personal opinion, it might be their top two that they have ever done. And here it is, CJ and Porky back together once again. 
With State Farm Life Insurance, families can sleep more soundly. Let it fly. their baby's future. State Farm. No, let another one play. Google TV. Google TV's coming out here very soon, folks. Has Game of Thrones? Ooh. Titan Games? Some soccer? Google TV. Only 50 bucks. Only 50 dollars. in advance game. Sorry, Porky. The Wolfpack puts on his shorts at Nike Monarchs Monday to Saturday, but on Sundays, he rocks his church baits and gold chain and says, can you step on Dixon, sucker? Meanwhile, Mike, Michael Booker T hits a spinner rooney on Porky and Mark Andrews Flurry was Papa B Monday night in shining armor, saving the Wolf season. The rounders galvanize as Cook is in sync with the end zone, but Justin Timberlake Jefferson sings bye-bye-bye for the last time this year and just wasn't gritty enough for a pack of wolves. This game, though, revolves around a T.Y. who would find an R and begin to try and turns Porky into a Hilton getting fucked in the face. Porky's a little bitter, but the wolf pack is too sweet. Pack, 94. Rounders, 81. Tough. Sorry. Tough. Good game, Mr. V. Fuck! <laughs> In our second playoff matchup, we have the Marching Shields taking on the Abusement Park. In a battle for the Christmas cock, it was who gonna get a chance and advance to the next round of the playoffs. The park came to play, and it was Lamar, Dasher, Dancer, and Prancer Jackson who shined the light and led the way with 34 points. Up on the rooftop, Kenyon Drake, 13 points is all it would take. Ho, 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 Lamar couldn't go. Ho, 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 Shark didn't show. But the marching shields had answers, and it was marching to the beat of their own drum. It was Jonathan Taylor who brought these points for you. Ba-rum-ba-bum-bum. <laughs> and Devontae Adams who brought more points for you. Ba-rum-ba-bum-bum. And it was Ryan Tannehill who decked the shields with balls of holly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la points. Who made the difference in this matchup? We'll never know because it ends in a tie. Huh? Cheating! Huh? <laughs> cheating! Cheating! We can hear the commissioner now warning us all of this exact moment. For CJ, it was a silent night, holy night, all is wrong, nothing is right. The gift that keeps on giving, a loss in the playoffs. Marching Shields advance, and the abusement park falls, and the season is over. Park 95, Shields 95. Huh? Huh? Sorry about that one. Fuck! Bullshit. We have the Geeks versus the Dorks in the best game ever with the homies and Total Carr. <laughs> Henry does what he does best and carries cards like he has all season. And Mr. I Hate Kickers has the hottest rod on a hip that'll kick the shit out of others. But none of it matters. None of it matters, because Mahoney invites Carnes to his chocolate factory and packs Carnes fudge with 135 points from T.B. Montgomery, Baruka Robinson, 
Augustus Hawkinson, Violet Davis, and little Charlie Ridley. Meanwhile, Gene Mahoney Wilder gets and only a few words for Mahoney. Dracarns, and here you go, you son of a bitch. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> Homies 135, Carter, suck a dick. Fuck, fuck you, you fucking fuck idiot. You, fuck the king you, goes down, fuck you stupid fuck bitch. You, fuck I hate you. you. Good day, sir. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that has to be... Is that their best one? <laughs> Dude, it's so I mean, good. It's definitely up there, but oh. those are two guys who are... Were very sad and very angry. Wow. Yeah, dude. Very angry, very angry fellows. For right sure. There. Ninja information. Quick halftime report. Derek Carr's left the game with a groin injury. Oh, Marcus Mariota is the guy right now. It's a battle of the Oregon Ducks, but CJ and Porky. Oh, my goodness. Finish strong. Let's go. That was incredible. Well... Speaking of Carnes, um, eliminated. Um, you know, none of us are sad. Uh, but let's 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 give you your props. Four titles in five years, three back to back to back championships. Congratulations, Carnes! But you know, there's something we're all doing right about now. Soaking in the moment, Carnes, you piece of shit. <laughs> Woo! It feels good to know that this motherfucker is not going to win another championship. I am extremely happy. David. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Speechless. Dante. Thank you, Mahoney. Thank you. Thank you for saving the rest of the league because if uh, if Carnes would have won another one, I believe we would have had some league members leave. leave yes, leave yes. League. Brandon. I can vouch for David clearly saying multiple times, if Carnes wins again, I'm not playing fantasy football. <laughs> Dude, oh my God, man. I heard it a couple times too, and it was as real as can be. So thank goodness. That I was ready to take a spot, though. <laughs> I know, I know you were. I know you were. Brandon's ready. Uh, waiver wire pickups uh, and budget info. So waiver wire. We got Wednesday. Am I um, the only person rooting for you, Carnes? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Wednesday we had Washington defense picked up by the Wolfpack for three dollars. We had Jalen Hurts picked up by the Wolfpack for three dollars, spending the rest of his monies. And this is what we. My dad was actually wondering. He was actually wondering would. Mahoney go for Jalen Hurts. He was trying to block him, and look what he did. He did block him. But we're going to go to Thursday, and Mahoney says, fuck you, Mr. V. I'll take the guy you just dropped for Mr. Hurts. Phillip Rivers goes to Mahoney's homies. Uh, the Ducks, uh, they're still playing, it looks like. They're going to pick up Lynn Bowden for a dollar, and then you'll see Baker Mayfield go into total carnage for two bucks. Uh, there's, a ten, there's a $10 side bet between my team and Carnes' team on which team is going to win. So, yes. 
Carnes, that's a total middle finger to Mahoney, giving a $2 bid for Mayfield. Oh, sure. 100%, for sure. For sure, definitely. So, um, yeah, I mean, I dropped uh, Debo Samuel. He let me down all year long. So, fuck him, too. Mm. That was another fucking terrible duck pick. Um, well, let's head to the mic drops. We had eight of those mic drops, so let's go to those right about now. Our first caller was Brendan Shields, and here was Mr. Shields. Guys, uh, Brendan here. Um, I just want to say the uh, Shields went marching in, or the marches went shieldsing in. doesn't matter how you look at it. We won. It was a tie. My dick was inside of me the whole time. Uh, now we got to look forward to uh, taking out Sunbelt. We, we have some pretty good matchups that I like to see. Um, Jonathan Taylor, thanks for killing him, David. He, uh, I think he heard it. So, uh, everybody have a good one. Well, uh, David, we'll let you answer this this question. Um, that wasn't really a question. It's more of a statement. You know, you still stick by killing Mr. Taylor? Oh, no, I didn't want to do it. It was, it was I didn't kill him. Well, I kind of did. You did kill him. It was Halloween scaries, though. <laughs> and he, he did go down. He went down. I didn't mean to do it. (laughs) But he's back. And Martin Shields should be happy Uh, because he looks awesome. Yeah, definitely. Agreed, 100%. Uh, Dante, uh, Judy Shields called in. I want you to weigh in on this. Hey, guys. Judy Shields here again. I just want to say the Shields definitely went marching in. Uh, My son, Brendan, was screaming on the top of his lungs whenever Lamar Jackson could not muster up another point. Um, I think they're going to take out Zumbel and Ryan March is a hell of a co-owner I hear. Keep it up, boys. Judy called in. Dante. Miss Shields. Hey, Brendan, March, that's your number one fan right there. Keep riding a hot hand. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Judy, we appreciate your fandom. Please keep calling in week to week. Uh, before, That's the one who won the hottest mom, right? Yeah, yeah, hottest mom for sure, definitely. She sounds like yeah, it. she's quality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, so really quick, I want to make sure that this is well known uh, before we go to the third caller. Uh, we did not hear from Marty. Uh, we mm. did not hear from Kenny, and we did not hear from Boston Dave. Mm. If anybody has any tips on where those three people are, please call 911 immediately because it is not like two of those three to call in. So please find out and uh, sh- give a shout-out to the police department, uh, please. Um, we had another caller. This actually is for Brandon Barrett. Brandon. Brandon Shields called in once again. Hey, guys. Brandon here again. Um, I just have one question for you. Would you rather fight? Horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. All right, let me know what you think. So, Brandon, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or would you rather fight one hundred duck-sized horses? A horse-sized duck easily. It's got long necks. Got a lot of strangulation. He's thought about this before. Oh. It, just didn't take, it just didn't take much thought. There was just... no hesitation. <laughs> oh. He's thought about this imagine, scenario. Imagine. A hundred little horses kicking you. Fuck that. Oh, the ho- little <laughs> the, horses would be the, so... The duck, the duck has no hands, can't grab you. First thought. Second thought is long neck. It can be choked out by, you know, a lot of different areas. No, ducks can fly. Aerial attacks. I'm, take, I'm taking the... <laughs> I'll lay on my back. You have to come You down just here. step on a mini horse and it's dead. I mean... No, dude. A, I, ducks, a duck-sized 
horse is a fucking. This is still gonna hurt. This will break your shin if he kicks you. A local man was killed by a <laughs> by a horse-sized dog, Brandon Barrett. Holy shit, dude! That'd be like a five hundred pound duck, man, coming in on an aerial attack. Oh, dude, I'm scared. <laughs> All it has to do is land on you. He is, dude. He's immediately. He's having oh. a chance with the duck. Brandon definitely would win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd find a way. He would find I'm a way. He find a way. Brandon would not. He, he wouldn't have a scratch on his body. He may take one. The duck. It's got a rounded beak. Like come dude, on, I agree. dude. We're I talking about that. hooves. He's right. hundred hooves. That's actually two hundred hooves because it's a hundred. <laughs> no, dude. You're not. You don't have as many legs to kick him away. As Shields. Thanks for another. Thanks for another great question. Great question. Great question. Uh, number four caller. Ryan March called in. March a few beers deep once again. Um, what do you think? Kiki, Kuti, will he provide for the marching shields sitting on their bench? <laughs> well. Or should he, do we love March more than we love Kiki, or do we love the fact that well, Kiki could play for the marching shields? Well, I'll, I'll answer your question, March. Kiki definitely does love you. But will he? Will you love him after this game? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I think you might love him if he scores you zero points on your bench because that's where he's at right now. David, does Kiki need to be inserted into the lineup? Uh, I would look at it, but yeah, your team. I mean, I don't. I don't know. No, no, you're good because I'm looking at the rest of your wide receivers. You're you do the right move. Ninja information. If I do believe my information is correct, Kiki could tee last time two weeks ago playing the Colts. 141 yards. Ooh. Playing the same team. Hell of a statistic there. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to not play him, but then again, how can you expect the same thing to happen? Yeah, and Deshaun Watson, they're all they're doing there is fucking throwing the goddamn ball. So yeah, I'd sit Kiki. I'd leave exactly what you got going on, but Brandon does bring up a great point. You know, you get random callers sometimes, and then you get guys that are just absolute legends. Santa Claus. He called into the show. Santa. <laughs> Was that Donald Trump or was that Santa Claus? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Dude, that was actually a pretty impressive Santa Claus. Um, what do you think about Santa calling in, David? That's a good call. Yeah, uh, he's you. a good man. Uh, put me on your good list, mister. We know he's busy right now. So. Yeah, very busy. Uh, question for you guys, all you guys, getting into the Christmas spirit. Favorite Christmas movie? You only get one. You had to choose one. You can only watch one. What is it? I'm going to go jingle all the way on this one. That's a it's good, a classic. That's Dante's for sure. There's no doubt. Well, going back to Santa's voice, man, that's never the Santa voice I ever heard throughout my life. <laughs> Let me tell you that. But going back to your movie question, Mikey, I'm definitely going to have to go with Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, and rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Yep. Oh, a, Phil Hartman in that movie is a, amazing. What a great movie. <laughs> he always has the right tool for the job. Yep, you're right. I like that. Brandon? Um... I'm not gonna lie, I like the Jim Carrey, The Grinch. That's Ooh, a, that's that is a that's great a great movie, man. That is a good one. I'm going Christmas Vacation. I'm a big fan of all those vacation <laughs> movies. Chevy Chase is a legend. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, um, yeah. So, Santa, thanks for calling in. Uh, number six, 
Peppy V calls in. Yes. Peppy V. <laughs> well, the first guy, he was called the Vaquero Slayer. He's out slaying dragons now. Hope he gets a nice big dragon to feed the whole family for the holidays. The second guy, this porky guy, I really liked him. I really hated to do that to him, but uh, duh, 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 that, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> He's going to be watching cartoons for the rest of the holiday. I'm telling you, boys, you're all a bunch of fish in a barrel. I'm taking these out one by one. Good luck, fellas. I do like his all, but I like his better in my rearview mirror. This is Peppy V signing off. Have a good one, boys. David, what do you think about Pappy V, man? Oh, he's getting more and more bold by the week. Oh, man. Oh, dude. my goodness. He the is, confidence is rolling. Confidence is rolling. A lot of shit talk is, is being had now all of a sudden. He he pretty much just isolated Porky and just threw the rest of the dirt on the grave there. <laughs> so that was pretty tough. Um, Dante, any any words for Pappy going into this matchup? I mean, exactly what Frazier just said. Uh, every week he's becoming more and more confident. <laughs> he, he, he only tips so that line, though. He never goes over it. <laughs> yeah, he right. doesn't say too much to be like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you guys up. Yeah, he knows the fantasy guys are always listening, always watching. So, very smart with those comments and very smart with those words, Mr. V, because you are a veteran and a Hall of Famer. Well, we have another semifinalist calling in, and it was Michael Mahoney. Here he is. Second place. You are second place. Dude, you are Brandon, Brandon Shane. You, you are. You are the king of coming in second place. Phenomenal call, first and foremost. Secondly, on top of that, um, you have the best. I've looked at all your teams that you have come in second place with, and in, in the top three at least. This is the best team you've ever had on paper. So uh, I'm hoping you can get the job done. Uh, it's going to be a tough game, but, you know, I'm. I'm rooting for you in the end, so Dante. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Hilarious. That was your best line of the season, Mahoney. Mm. Amazing. The best line. So good, and I'm glad the fantasy gods were listening. Um, I lost to Mahoney, so that way Mahoney could go and beat Carnes. So couldn't be more happy that it worked out that way. Absolutely fantastic call. The last caller, Ryan Carnes called in. Boo. 
Rick says he doesn't care about fantasy football, and neither do I anymore. <laughs> hey, hey, join the join the club, dude. I, Everyone on this podcast right now, we don't give a Car- fuck either. The funny thing is, like, it's been so long for Carnes at this point in time. Obviously, if you think about it, three fucking plus years is a long fucking time ago. So he doesn't remember even what this feeling is anymore at this point. He in actually he's out of the playoffs in both of his leagues, probably for the first wow. time ever. Mm. It's tough. But I don't feel bad for you. Fuck you. Just sit back and enjoy football. Yeah, enjoy enjoy it. I know David enjoyed it ever since he's been eliminated too. He doesn't. He doesn't watch it with me uh, anymore. Uh, uh, I'm fully aware of that. That's for sure. He's arts and crafts and all the time. Arts and crafts. <laughs> well, I just well, want. We know what to give uh, Frazier for Christmas. Just some some crayons. Some yarn. <laughs> well, I just wanted to play a song. Some yarn. Um, yeah, yarn. yarn. That's hilarious. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Dude, what a great Christmas present. He wants to learn how to sew. Dude, alright, so I have a a song. I just want to play it, um, you know, in honor of Porky and CJ. Like I said, please check in on CJ and check in on Porky as much as you can during the offseason, and let's make sure that they make it to the draft next season. Um, looking at the scores really quick. Oh, what do you got before there? We, before we hop in, yeah. I did check in on Porky. Just want to make sure he's, he was okay, and he said, ha, 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 I'll be okay. So Okay, he's all right. Keep, he's all keep right. him in your thoughts, Step though. Back from that ledge, my friend. Have we? Have we, <laughs> <laughs> have we your files. Have we? Okay, so immediately... I don't have it on my phone right now, but I'll send it out to you guys. CJ, um, CJ posted. Actually, if you can pull it up on Twitter, Dante, that would be awesome. Um, go to CJ's Twitter page. CJ um, posted something about pretty much how his fantasy se- season ended, and I can vouch for exactly the um, anger and everything. If you can pull up the Steelers guy video, that would be phenomenal. I don't know if he's got it. Yep, here we go. Yep. Play that loud. Twitter after his fantasy season ends, and I had I had to do immediate research on why that guy was going so fucking crazy. The guy was in a fantasy league, and he was in a semifinal game to go to the championship, and he actually, and this was last year, and the kicker missed an extra point at the very end of the game when the game was sealed. <laughs> he missed the extra point, and he got eliminated from his fantasy <laughs> semifinals, and it was for a $2,500 first place. And, and so it was $2,500 for first, and it was four hundred and fifty dollars per second. 
So two thousand dollar payout that is just no longer there. He's not even getting the four hundred fifty. He's gonna get third or fourth, which is probably your money back or something like that. But crazy, funny ass video that CJ posted. One last time, we've done it for all the other people eliminated. Porky, CJ, and Carnes, we bid you farewell, and we will see you again next season. Brandon, information. Nelson Aguilar, pinky is in the shape of the letter R. That's not good right now. So you're so Outwards. And Nelson Aguilar is playing on the marching shields right now. He tried mm. to pop it back in uh, unsuccessfully, then went to the trainer. He's wow. Not, he's not back in yet. Wow. Ooh. Unbelievable information for the ninja. Maybe Kiki should have gotten in that lineup. Dude, we think he should have, dude. Nelson didn't deserve mm. it. Um, so we're not gonna do uh, we're not gonna do any fuck Mary kill this week. We're gonna really hit these two semifinal matchups pretty damn hard right here. Um, March's predictions that he that he sends out, we appreciate it. I said we all did a good job. I went two and one. Uh, David and Dante went three and zero. Oh. So Dave uh, Dante, you're still in the lead. Uh, all you have to do is get one of these games right, and you have locked up the predictions for the year. Uh, if you get them both wrong, though, and David gets them both right, he is. it's going to come down to the championship game. So we'll see what strategy you guys take here and if you guys pick the same picks. So let's go ahead and go to the first matchup of the Marching Shields and the Zumballers. And boy, oh boy, are both of these teams really want a W. Zumbell is looking for his first championship, and obviously so is the Marching Shields, but Zumbell has been in the league much longer. He's been wanting this probably more than anybody besides Mahoney and Porky. Sorry, Porky. I know you, you wanted it probably more than anybody else. But we're looking at this matchup. David, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Yeah, I take the Zumballers in this game. Santa, it's, If Santa's on their side, it's hard for me to go against yeah, right. Santa. I, I want him to bring me some presents. And I, I do think Zumball's team is, is overall better. He's got the better quarterback in, in, uh, in Russell Wilson. Nick Chubb's been playing out of his mind. And then Josh Jacobs is going right now. And he already got a touchdown to Hunter Henry, so... I do like the Shields team, the Marching Shields team, but I, I pick Kyle to win this game. Got it. Dante. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Kyle as well. Marching Shields, you guys have had a great season, great team all year. But um, there's one guy that I really like in Kyle's lineup, and that's uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, since week nine, he's one of three receivers, one of three receivers averaging 95 yards per game. Wow. And, those, and those other two players that uh, he's on pace with. Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. so, Interesting. That's a nice wide receiver three for Kyle. So 15-4 to four game right now. we got two players from each side going here. Um, this is a tough one for me. Margie, we got a touchdown, Ninja. Uh, nope. Ninja uh, says no. Premature. Premature touchdown celebration. Uh, Marching Shields, they have Ryan Tannehill, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Jonathan Taylor as those get three guys up top. Edward Hilaire starting to see a decrease in carries, I feel like, uh, with Le'Veon there. So that's tough. Jonathan Taylor uh, against Houston has the ability to just go absolutely off. And Tannehill, he's been putting up mediocre numbers, but at the same time, you know, I'd rather take mediocre at the end of the day than take fucking fours and fives and sixes. It's an easy job he's got. Yeah, you're right. Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Nelson Aguilar over there on the wide receiver spots. Keenan Allen with a one-point performance right now. Something's got to change there. Three from Nelson Aguilar. That's probably more than I expected. And it sounds like he might be done. Yeah, and potentially. Biggest D is keening on yeah. Keenan Allen. Yep. Devontae Adams against Carolina. Oh, boy. 
Saturday Night Football, Devontae Adams going to go off there. Mm-hmm. Tight end, Evan Ingram. We'll see what happens. Flex, James Conner. An absolute shit week last week. Doesn't deserve to even probably be in the starting roster anymore, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll really know their options. 49ers defense, I had them at the beginning of the year. They were trash, but playing against Dallas, you got to start them. And Youngway, cool, 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 cool. He has been kicking the fuck out of the ball. XFL great, Young Young Way Koo. Koo's going to be uh, all-pro kicker this year. Yeah, he's, so. dude, he's, he's freaking awesome, to be honest with you, straight up. And then on the other side, just going through the lineups, I want to make sure everybody's aware of what's going on. We got the Zumballers, Russell Wilson playing against Washington, Nick Chubb Sunday night football, and that guy, he's really freaking good. He's been doing big things. Touchdown, Ninja. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs! With the leaping touchdown. As we're talking about Josh Jacobs, mm. he gets a touchdown, and it's 21 to 4 now. 17 to 17. Zumballers, this is your chance. This is your chance, boys. Pending uh, extra points. So we got Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, and Brandon Ayuk. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those are nice wide receivers. Tight end, Hunter Henry, having a great game. Jeff Wilson Jr., starting running back right now in San Fran. Ow. He's going to be freaking aw- – he's been doing awesome whenever he's been starting. Defense, Browns against the Giants with probably Colt McCoy being the starter there. And then the kicker, Jason Myers, will be kicking on that side of things. Quick information for you, uh, David. I went to Brian Muse's house to pick up his money the other day. And you remember how we kind of talked about draft strategy and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Literally felt like I was talking to you. When I was talking to him. That's so, not good news. So, not great news, but it was... Good for Brian. Brian Muse. We're going to talk about Brian Muse for just a quick second. I have a scary feeling that we're going to see a different Brian Muse next year. Oh, no. The motivation level was at an all-time high. A motivation that I have not seen since my high school days of with Muse. So, I'm actually really nervous to see how he drafts and performs next season. I think what happened was he saw how bad he drafted... He saw the pickups he made and everything, made all those good decisions, but realized that if he would have had a good draft, won one more game, he would have probably been in a a playoff spot. So um, I think he's very motivated. He wants to win that money. Seeing his cousin Zumbel make all these, you know, make all these, have pretty much have all these wins happen and and potentially now making a championship game, I think he's more upset the fact that he could win a title before Muse. And we, you know, Muse does not want that but at the same time he does david how bad how what what do you see happening i know you already picked some in this game but do you think that is that a guy that you're happy for at the end of the day winning a championship without a doubt the guy's won 60 dollars to date in this fantasy league <laughs> and how long has he been in you it know what i want you know what i brought you in to this conversation yeah. because that exact statistic <laughs> i was hoping that you would remember because you made that sheet Sixty dollars to date. You have been. He's been in the league for eight years. He deserves it. Deserves it. I'll be very happy for the man. The profit margin of loss there is brutal. Um, and Dante, same question to you, but on the other side, is Marching Shields a team that you're okay with seeing win a championship? Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, with with Carnes going down, thank you, Mahoney, once again. Mm-hmm. I think all of us in the league, especially people who are in the championship circle which is only five of us, six of us. Six of us, crazy. Um, we're all totally fine with any of these guys winning because they would be first-time champions, and um, no one wants to – No one. everyone wants to be that championship leader, 
So we just don't want Carnes building on his four-time lead. It was a very ugly sight to see three banners hanging up in a row all next to each other. So it's going to be nice seeing a new banner being raised. Ninja. From the outside looking in, I'm ready to hear Mahoney's no more crying about second place, second place. So I guess if I had to pick from the outside, I'm going to go with let's go Mahoney. Get it fucking done. I like that. I I really do. And I would be okay with a game that I would really like to see would be Mahoney and Zumbel because I would know one of those two that have wanted it and talked about it and live it. as Those two guys live the league, just like Porky sends me text after text. If I showed you guys my text chain with that guy, it's I live and breathe this league every single year. Like if I had every it's, – it's awesome. So, At the same time, how funny would it be if Michael got second place again? Oh, dude, that would be <laughs> devastating, man. That would be so fucking bad. Oh, God, I don't even want to see it for him. All right, let's get to this last matchup here. Um, we got the Wolfpack. My dad has made it as far as he's made. This is his fifth year. This is the furthest he's made it. He's made it to the playoffs all every single year that he's been in this league, but he has not been able to get past the first round. He's like the St. Louis Blues in the past, um, but maybe he, this is the year he wins his championship. So, Wolfpack, Mahoney's homies. Dante, what do you think happens in this game? Hmm. <laughs> it's tough it's definitely tough my dad Oof. my dad with nobody going Mahoney with or Mahoney with his kicker mm. five points five zero game I mean right that now. uh that Chicago Minnesota game I believe that's gonna be pretty huge mm. for uh for Mahoney uh reason being first off that's a that's a tough uh interdivision matchup that they have going on I believe both teams definitely need to win and that, it should uh, I believe David Montgomery had his best game of the season last week uh, Mahoney, I believe you did a smart thing by inserting Tim Patrick into the lineup because for some reason Drew Locke likes Tim Patrick. I really don't know why, but he <laughs> likes him. Whew, it's going it's to be a close matchup. Once again, Papa V, I'm taking Mahoney because anytime I you know, don't pick you, you win. So, yep. once again, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. There you go. David. I'm gonna, I, I did pick Mr. V last week. I think in – Logically, I think Mr. V is going to win, but I do think Mahoney's team is really good. He's got the better running backs overall uh, in Montgomery and Davis. His receivers are really strong. TJ Hawkinson's playing really well, consistent tight end. Uh, I'm going to take Mahoney. I'm going to eat my words from last week, and when I said Mr. V is going to win, I'm going to take Mahoney on this game. Um, and, Frage, you say that Mahoney has the better running backs. I disagree. I believe that Mr. V has the better running backs with Aaron Jones and James Robinson, but – like I said, I'm, I'm taking Mahoney. It's actually crazy that you guys say that because it really is a toss-up. I mean, and looking back at it, you would actually think that, you know, Mike Davis and David Montgomery, like those were not guys at the beginning of the year. That's just Mahoney doing a great job with, you know, hanging on to David Montgomery after being just absolute horseshit middle of the season. And then Mike Davis <laughs> obviously be, stepping up and fulfilling one of the biggest, you know, holes essentially with losing Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. for Carolina um, was huge. Ninja. If I remember right, you two should not pick the same team for either one of these if you want to win the Pick'em Challenge. He's still picking Mahoney. He's sticking He's sticking take, with it. He wants yeah. a 500 record. Because <clears throat> if he gets all three of these right, he's up, up to 500. That's what we need. 
We need somebody up to 500. Donze hopefully gets so there, too. So looking at the championship round as a possibility, maybe? Yep, yep, exactly. For sure. Because sure. um, if you lose them all, I see, then you're totally out of it. I see where you're at. Yeah, exactly. So this is yeah, the... Because we have one more week. Yep, exactly. So this is, this is, uh, this is what I'm going to say about this game. <laughs> My dad, every single time he would lose during the regular season, he'd be like, oh, man, I can't believe I second-guessed myself. I can't believe I did this. can't believe that. Which is obviously everybody. I'm looking at Mahoney's team right now. What does he have sitting in his quarterback spot right now? Mm-hmm. The guy that my dad just dropped. He didn't need Hertz, but he decided to let Phillip Rivers go, and there was mm. nothing else on the market. But Phillip Rivers against Houston at home, that could be very scary for my dad there. Mm-hmm. And and, and that is something he mm-hmm. – it's going to be tough to live with, Two honestly. Hot. He's And he's thrown up points. He's thrown up – the least amount of points he's thrown up is 16 in the last five weeks. Um, so it's against the Houston 19 the last time. So, I mean, Mahoney's done an unbelievable job there, um, getting that, getting that done. And I know my dad's probably really worried about that at the end of the day. Um, Taysom Hill was a guy that's been stepping up for Mahoney. He's having big weeks, um, against Kansas city though. I just don't think you can start Taysom. Uh, I think it'd be a little bit difficult to do that, but maybe it's a high scoring affair, but you're always worried about the fact that, is Taysom on a short leash if he's having a tough week after the first half? I mean, they do have another quarterback in Jameis Winston. So, um, pulling up this matchup for me real quick, David, just to finish this off. Mike Davis, David Montgomery, we talked about them. Great, great plays there. Wide receivers, uh, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley, obviously good-ass wideouts. Tim Patrick, though, he doesn't have any other options really at this point in time. He has to go with them. You can't start the Jets wide receiver there. Um, thank God he dropped the other idiot, um, of Perryman or whoever it was. Tim Patrick, eh, it, once again, though, he's he's a home run hitter. He's either going to do really shitty for you or he's going to put up some big numbers. So we'll see what happens. He's had some good good weeks past. Drew Locke's starting to really find him as a target. Um, TJ Hawkinson, he, he's a tight end that eats. Um, Wayne Gallman. I mean, he's been doing great, but doing big things, playing against Cleveland. Chiefs defense against New Orleans is going to be tough. And then, obviously, your kicker, Carlson. On the other side of things, to finish this off, Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback, Monday night football against Cincy. The last time Ben Roethlisberger played Cincinnati, holy shit. I think it was a 29-point performance. David, can you confirm? Mm-hmm. Yes, 29-point performance against Cincinnati. So another, another good week could potentially be coming. Aaron Jones, James Robinson. Wow. What running backs. James Robinson, David said it multiple times, pickup of the year. Wide receivers. Unbelievable unbelievable wideouts. Great wideouts. Michael Thomas, Stephon Diggs, Corey Davis. Corey Davis put up a a really unfortunate number last week, uh, but we're hoping that he comes back and and finds a little light. Fortunately, fumbled the football last week. Tight end Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's a nice guy to start. T Y T Y yes he saved my dad's season last week, and guess what? It's one of those situations. What happened? Porky ended up dropping T Y Hilton, and look who haunted Porky T Y Hilton. Hopefully, it's not the same thing for Philip Rivers. Buccaneers defense against Atlanta. Matt Ryan sucks dick, and then we have Will Lutz kicking and at home, which is obviously the biggest part of that because he sucks on the road, but he is the one of the greater home kickers that you could possibly have. Miles Gaskin still sitting on my dad's bench. Um, obviously, another great running back that he has, and even J- Juju Smith-Schuster, one of his top picks. Um, obviously, once again, dad's team is deep, but he is. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be an interesting matchup. David, you look confused. 
Why? Yeah, I am confused. What's confusing? No, I'll let him manage his own team. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at the Juju Smith-Schuster. Corey Davis. Here's the thing about my dad, all right, and this is why I didn't blink an eye at it. This dude changes his lineup at 11.55 on uh, several occasions. So we'll see if Juju finds his way in the lineup at, at or Corey Davis or whatever. Well, guys, uh, only two podcasts left. I'm obviously – I'm actually – I forgot to say, I'm taking my dad – to win that matchup, but Mahoney, I am rooting for you. I think that you have a great team, and I'd love to see you and Zumbel in the championship game. Two podcasts left, boys. We've uh, we've made it throughout this whole year. We've done a great job with everything. Ninja, one last update. I just want to say thanks to Mikey oh, for yeah. letting me uh, be a part of it because it's a lot of fun, and thanks to everyone for reaching out saying enjoy hearing me on it because uh, yes. it's definitely fun being here. We have we have heard multiple things about the Ninja, CJ in particular. Every, he's like, what, the Ninja wasn't on the show this week? And I'm like, no. I'm he's not fucking, snoring this dude, week. Dude, he was sleeping away one of those podcasts. We fucking could have got had a semi-truck rolling here, and he wouldn't have woke up. Um, but, yeah, no. No, honestly, uh, Brandon is the man in waiting. So if you decide you want to drop out, um, I think he'll gift you a, a nice gift basket. I'll buy a steak dinner. Steak dinner. He'll take you out for a nice uh, fucking two, I think. So uh, two podcasts left. I, I won't disappoint. Da- I'm sure you won't. Dante and David, I appreciate you guys, everything you've done so far with this. Um, let's finish strong. We're going to have next week the championship podcast, which will be a lot of fun. We'll get the recap done with Porky and CJ for one of their last two performances. And then the last pod of the year will be us just finalizing the season, talking about um, you know everything that had happened and, and what's to look forward to in the next season. Um, next podcast is Wednesday of next week. Um, we're going to do that on the 23rd. The 24th is Christmas Eve. Obviously not the best time to do that. So tune in next Wednesday, and good luck to all you semifinalists. We'll see you next week. Feed. Mm.